0: Balin, you are true to your word. And well paid for it, Lady Morgan. The Jedi who captured me seeks the map. She knows about Thrawn. Who is this Jedi? Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka, Ashoka, ooh, I want to talk about some Star Wars, some Jedi. Soon you'll realize I don't know much about her, but that never stops me. Ahsoka Mandalorian Man. That's the name of this podcast show. But you already know I talk about more than that. Star Wars in Disney Plus. If it's live action, then I must record myself as I discuss a galaxy long ago, like the Ahsoka show. Ahsoka, Ahsoka, ooh, I wanna talk about some Star Wars, some Jedi. Soon you realize I. Don't know much about it. Welcome to the Ahsoka Ashoka. Each week I'll talk about an episode without taking one note of the Ahsoka show. Your song is through. May the force be with you. Greetings, Star Wars fans, and welcome back to The Mandalorian Man, where in this special season we are talking about Ahsoka on Disney Plus in what I am calling the Ahsoka Ashoka. Another clever pun by yours truly, The Mandalorian Man. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with this podcast and finding it for the first time, I apologize in advance. Um, and for you seeing this maybe on YouTube, uh, this is not normally a video podcast, but I thought for uh, this evening, for this special occasion, I would put the first episode up on YouTube so that you could see, oh, that's what he looks like, boo. Uh, And you may say, why is this guy calling himself the Mandalorian man? It actually was sort of a another clever pun on another podcast. It really has nothing to do with the Mandalorian. I did a mad men podcast that uh, I called made man because I was making myself a made man by watching all the mad men. And then I thought, oh, I'll go from made man to Mandalorian man. And it made sense in my head. And I, I thought of it the day of the premiere episode of The Mandalorian. And I kind of stuck with it ever since. Uh, you know, and what followed was obviously fame and fortune. And now you're seeing my face and it's all going to go away. Uh, but ooh, ee, ooh, 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 ah, uh, ah. Uh, I don't just talk Mandalorian. I decided to talk all uh, Star Wars live-action programming on the Disney Plus streaming platform. And um, I have to say I'm happy I did because, you know, The Mandalorian, while it being uh, a wonderful show that I love, as you can see by the T-shirt that I spent $5 on at the local Five Below in Salem, New Hampshire, you, what you'll see is there, there's only so many episodes to talk about. Uh, and that leaves a lot of time on your hands when you realize, oh, but they're making other episodes. Some of them are directly in the same world. Some of them are, you know, it's all in the same world, but some of them are kind of at the same storyline, this one being in that storyline. Some of them are in their own little world, like uh, Obi-Wan and Andor, but they're all fun to talk about, And I decided to cover all of them. And of course, here we are with Ahsoka, the uh, Rosario Dawson starring uh, show that just premiered this evening, and it is now 11.19 p.m. I only watched the first one, and I'm only covering the first one this evening, but you will get another episode on the podcast tomorrow covering the second episode. I wanted to watch this first one and talk about this first one as its own thing, because, and I have no idea what happens next, I have a real basic idea based on the fact that I saw a, the art, like the, the thumbnail uh, for the second one, I thought, oh, well, okay, that changes that, and um, we'll talk about that when we get to it, and I, I don't wa- actually, I don't want to spoil it for you, because maybe you only watched the first one, um, so I, w- I'll, I will not, I will not spoil what I saw, which what I assume spoils something that happens in this episode, uh, what you may also realize is that I ramble a lot, and as a Star Wars podcast, I'm surprisingly um, is unknowledgeable. A word is word a word. Uh, I don't know a great deal about Star Wars, but I really enjoy it. You know, I am a man. I was uh, I, that was born in the. Se- I was born a child actually in the seventies. Uh, So I was a a wee little tyke when the first Star Wars came out. I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. That was the first Star Wars film I saw in the theater. I saw some of the re-releases when, you know, George went in and added all kinds of digital doodads. And then I, for the uh, prequels, I saw uh, Phantom Menace in the theater. I didn't even, I did not see Attack of the Clones in the theater. I remember renting it on the digital video disc and I did go see Revenge of the Sith, and of course, all three um, of the Disney sequel trilogy movies, and uh, Rogue One, and Solo. And yet, one of the things that I have not watched, or have not um, just dove, dove in? That's not right. Dived? I've not um, delved? Maybe all of them. One of the things I've not gotten into... And I blame myself. Are the uh, the what I've been co- told are incredible animated series. I've seen a handful of the Clone Wars, and I feel like I need to go watch all of those. Uh, and I've never seen an episode of Rebels. So you may be thinking to yourself, well, "Why? What insight does this guy have into Ahsoka that he can bring to the show? Uh, the Ahsoka Ashoka?" And that's kind of. I think the beauty of this podcast is, I don't have anything. I don't have the knowledge. I, I, rem- I know of Ahsoka Tano to the point. Here, let me put it this way: I thought it was Ahsoka Tan for maybe up until like a month or two ago. Ahsoka Tan—that's what I thought her name was. Uh, so you're 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 kind of looking at uh, this show through the lens of a guy who's looking at a lot of this at, as a fresh thing I've seen, as I said I've seen some of the episodes um I think I watched the Clone Wars movie actually the, the ba- I don't know if it was the one that people didn't like it's confusing because there are a Clone Wars movie that people didn't like then there's a Clone Wars movie that kind of leads into this car- the the series I think I watched One of those or both. I might have watched both of those just because I pushed myself to do it. But that was a few years ago. So most of what I know about Ahsoka Tano is, well, I got her name right, is uh, kind of what I'm seeing happen before my eyes. I know that she was Anakin's apprentice. I saw some episodes of that. And I, you know, she was in the, The Mandalorian. Actually, she was in the Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, right? Look at me. I'm the podcaster and I don't even remember. I know that we had, um, uh, a preview or talking about Grand Admiral Thrawn in that. And then of course we know that he is the big, I assume he's the big baddie in this series. Uh, he has not been seen yet, at least after the first episode, and I wanted to get a, a kind of a better idea of Thrawn, so I did go and read the first of the Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn, and I loved it. And I, and I read that, I'm talking like two months ago, and I want to go back and read all three of those books. I, at first I thought I should read them all before this, but I don't think it matters all that much because one of the things that I hope for in this show is that you can watch it and appreciate it without any knowledge of the cartoons with the cartoons you can probably you probably have an incredible amount of like oh wow they did that and oh they chose to do it this way and all these references and while I do love having that knowledge and being able to be like oh wow that's that's a what a cool choice or oh Dave Filoni or what a bad choice um I think also not having that knowledge is kind of lets me look at it in a fresh perspective and say, oh, you know, uh, there's a green lady, and then they they, they go to this uh, planet, and then they get this, and then they get that. And I don't remember planet names, I don't remember character names. Um, Sabine, I think I remembered that one, uh, and Ahsoka. Obviously, um, those are the names that I remember right now in my head. And I think that's all I can think of. But I remember the story. I, I watched it. I did watch it. I enjoyed it. And I like that it kind of set things up. It wasn't what I like about the fact that you have a show. And these are, you know, I think it's eight parts. And this first one's almost an hour long. When you get a movie, you're getting about two hours, maybe 220 to do everything, to tell as much of the story as you can that you're trying to tell, but with um, the TV show, you can have eight parts that you know get you to the same story four times as long or so. So you can you can take your time to get to introduce characters. You can take your time to get um, kind of the ball rolling, and I feel like this episode was. Getting the ball rolling. Now, we got a crawl. It wasn't an exact Star Wars crawl that we're used to, uh, but we got a crawl. And I'm trying to think the last time we got a crawl. And this may be awful, but did we get crawls in any of the other shows? I remember Rogue One. Didn't Rogue One get a crawl? God. As I said, I'm not good at this. Or I shouldn't say I'm not good at this. I'm not your Star Wars expert. I am your Star Wars fan. I am your Star Wars viewer. And I am uh, wearing a Star Wars shirt, so that's got to be worth something, even though I only paid $5 for it. But I'm going to do my best to make uh, to to give you my thoughts on these shows, on these episodes, in a way that I think you'll find uh, just gosh darn delightful. But let's read that crawl. Now, I didn't take notes, but I have the, the screen uh, next to me so I can see, you know, the show we just watched. It kind of helps remind me of where we were, even though I literally just watched it, finished it about a half hour ago. Uh, but let me give you the crawl. And I wonder if we're going to get a crawl in every episode. Probably not, but it'd be kind of cool if you did. But I wonder how much it'd be like, previously on... Ahsoka, uh, so it says the evil galactic empire has fallen and a new republic has risen to take its place. However, sinister agents are already at work to undermine the fragile peace. See how I said undermine? That was with my Boston, Massachusetts accent. I can't even say Massachusetts. <laughs> okay, uh, now back to the crawl. A plot is underway to find the lost Imperial Grand Admiral Thrawn. He was Grand Admiral Thrawn, but he's Imperial. Uh, That's the dude I know, that that blue-faced fella. So a plot is underway to find the lost Imperial Grand Admiral Thrawn and bring him out of exile. Once presumed dead, rumors are spreading of Thrawn's return, which would galvanize the Imperial remnants and start another war. Former Jedi Knight Ahsoka Tano captured one of Thrall's allies and learned of a secret map, which is vital to an enemy to the enemy's plan. Another map. Ahsoka now searches for this map for the map of as her prisoner, Mor- Morgan Elsbeth. I'm not editing any of this. I'm just talking. Uh, while her prisoner Morgan Elsbeth is transported to the New Republic for trial, so. I was like, "Wow, we're getting a lot of exposition right away," uh, and I, I do like that. It's like this is what you're doing right now, and it's happening. When I first saw this, I thought, "Okay, this season is looking for a map to try to get, um, to try to get to Thron. Maybe Thron doesn't show up for a while. Then I'm thinking, well, maybe this episode is about getting this map and finding this map uh, to search for Thron." And really, it's just uh, the beginning. It's like, oh, she found the map. Uh, so that's that's kind of where it went. Uh, and we we don't start with um, Morgan. We start with the um, the ship for the New Republic. I like to say Republic uh, that is transporting the prisoner Morgan Elsbeth, which I always thought was short for Elizabeth, and they just kind of smushed it together and took out some letters. Uh, but we're getting, now, I don't know, maybe these uniforms are like, wow, that's a uniform from rebels. There's going to be so much of that. You, you will probably understand more than I understand. I don't know. Uh, but we really, the beginning is, Hey, we're getting hailed by a ship of Jedi who want to meet the, uh, prisoner. And instead of being like, you know what? There aren't any more Jedi. Let's go. Uh, the, the captain's like, you know what? I got this. I'm going to call the bluff. And I recognize this guy, and I forget why I recognize him, but like, bring him aboard. And they show up and like, hi, uh, where he, where we'd like to see your prisoner. He's like, whoa, not so fast. I'd like to see some ID, because uh, I don't think you're Jedi. He's like, really? Here's my ID. <laughs> Pulls out his lightsaber, and he's like, you're right. We're not Jedi. Stab, stab, slash, slash, dead, dead, choke, choke. And they basically, these these two non-Jedi a dare I say, Sith. I don't know if they're officially Sith. We didn't hear that uh, being uttered. But he's like, well, you're right. We're not Jedi. And of course, it is. Uh, this is led by the, the wonderful Ray Stevenson, who, um, you know, he recently died, which was just like really sad. At the end of the episode, that said, for our friend Ray, it was nice to kind of you know, give him a little uh, a tribute to this. Uh, I just saw him a few months back. I finally saw R R R. He was a lot of fun, over the top in that, and just seeing him in this. So far, he's. I don't think he's the big bad. Well, he's obviously not the big bad. Uh, we assume Thrawn is, but and he says later, "I I was paid to do this." I don't know if he's paid by the prisoner he picks up, but. Um, you know, he's at least—he's not the big bad, but he's almost. I'm thinking like a um, like a Darth Maul. He's like, I'm there, I'm your general, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm here to do whatever you need me to do. Or at the same time, he's just a mercenary with some cool Jedi powers. I don't know. I could be reading too much into it, but we get some cool, um, you know, Force stabs lifting killing and he gets the prisoner out and she's like thanks and you could see she i don't know if she's the leader of them because again they're like hey you, you you lived up to your potential and he's like well for a good price uh and she's like we know who has the map it's ahsoka and then we cut over to ahsoka and she is on some planet i don't know i know they said it later uh If you're just watching this as a program, it doesn't matter literally what the planet is. It's just a planet where she, um, oh, she coerced this prisoner. She said later, you know, I didn't use my normal methods to do this, so I don't know if she tortured her. I don't know if she used the force, but she, um, she basically got information from this prisoner to where the map is. So obviously that's how the prisoner knows that she's going for the map. But she didn't think the prison was going to be, you know, uh, broken out so easy. So we get kind of an Indiana Jones uh, scene here, where Ahsoka goes down into this like crypt, into this uh, area. She lines up all these things that bring a bring this pillar up, and inside the pillar there's a ball, and the ball is a map, and the map is to Thrawn. And it reminds me of like we need to get. It's almost like the plans. We have the plans. We have to get back. We have the map to lose Skywalker. We have to get back. Now we have the map to Thrawn. I don't know. They He's on some system. I don't know why you'd keep this map. I guess if you need to reach out to him later another time. He, he doesn't have cell reception on this planet. But she finds it. And then uh, she's like, oh, someone's up up there. She goes up back to the surface. And there's a robot. And he's like, give the plans to us. She's like, us? yes us and there's like four or five robots she she takes out her lightsaber and right away boom we get some great jedi action cutty cutty stab stab fight 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 she takes out two of them and the third one's like let's you know do the self destruct thing she's like oh snap she runs for the self destruct she calls for her spaceship uh it again it reminded me of in, a little raiders of the lost ark where you know She's running away from this. In the in in Raiders, he's running away from you know uh, the like a native tribe throwing spears and and blow and blowing darts at him and all these things and arrows. And in uh, in this, she's like it's just an explosion that she's running from. It's a very cool introduction to the character. So if you if you didn't see her in Rebels, if you didn't see her in Clone Wars, if you didn't see her in the book of Boba Fett or any of the other live action things that she's been in, uh, it didn't really matter because this kind of just gave you a quick idea of who she is, she's a Jedi, and she kicks ass. What else do you really need to know? Uh, So she gets picked up on her ship by her robot, well, her robot, her, her droid, she has a droid partner in this show and the character's name is oh i just looked it up huang i hope i'm saying it right and i just i saw the show they said huang uh voiced by david tennant and i said you know what i wonder and i looked it up and of course huang has been around uh since the days of the clone wars voiced by david tennant so there again you're you're watching the show. You're like, there, there's Wang, and I'm thinking, oh, there's her droid robot. That's the droid she gets. You know, we always, I always feel like you you meet an interesting droid in a lot of these shows, and here's the one that Ahsoka gets. But of course, it's so much more than that. Uh, so while you know they're done, they escape. Uh, she gets the map, and she gets a call back to the uh, New Republic base. And they're like, there's something up. you need to go back here. That's where she meets. Um, I did not take notes. I'm looking it up. Her name is Hera Sindula. Hera Sindula. Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays a uh, Green Lady. I was gonna just call her green lady, but her name is Hera Hera. Hera. I'm going with Hera. Uh, even though she doesn't have any Hera, she has green stuff. She has green type of tube. Uh, On her head, like these green tendrils I don't know what you'd call them But uh, she seems to be The Person in charge At this New Republic base They go there And uh, She's like, look, here's what's up We have some um, Your your prisoner got broken out Already, I know, I know Uh, And we got some video of them I wonder if you can check it out And she's like, oh, I don't really know who they are uh, but why don't we, she tells her droid, Hey, scan the, uh, lightsabers and see if we can get a trace on who they are and where they come from. And she's like, Oh, by the way, I found the map, but I can't access it. There's no key. I need a key. And here is like, you know, there is someone who could help you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And then we get basically shot over to another planet that is governed by the one and only Clancy Brown. I was like, oh, it's always good to see Clancy. Uh, a, a guy who, when you first, when I remember seeing him for the first time, you hate him because he's taking on, you know, Andy Dufresne. But over the years, you just learned to love Clancy Brown. How could you not? And he's done so many voices. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a major voice in many of these Star Wars shows, maybe even playing this character. I just don't know. So... uh. He's like, I thank you all, you know, for everyone who fought in the rebellion. And, you know, us, we're like, well, the rebellion, it was all, you know, it was, it was ended when uh, Darth Vader killed the emperor. And, you know, Luke helped Darth kind of take his mask off. But there was so much more going on. Okay? Uh, we meet characters that have to do with the rebellion that become uh, heroes of the rebellion now. Again, for me, I'm hearing these names for the first time, but I'm assuming some of these names mean something to the major Star Wars fans. Uh, people like Ezra Bridger, I don't know, perhaps maybe, and Sabine Wren. Now, I did look up and see that Sabine was a character. I said she had to have been a character, and she is a um, she was a hero of the of the New Republic uh, in in fighting the Empire. But she's also a bit of a rebel. So they were going to like give her some sort of uh, celebration almost at this parade uh, that they were, well, not a parade, but like a presentation. And of course, she's not there. She's out racing her her speeder bike. Uh, They bring some patrolmen to go check on her. There's a a man and a woman, you know, sent out. They're like, come on in. The governor's looking for you. She's like, nah, I don't want to. Uh, They park in the, you know, kind of put a roadblock up she drives right under it and one of the guys is like oh you he kind of gives like a little signal like yep i won't bother you no problem so um we we meet her really quick now you again might know so much about it because later on they mention oh well you know uh she's been a lot of trouble we find out she is uh ahsoka's apprentice or was ahsoka's apprentice it never got fully trained and um she seemed to have been close to the um, this guy, Ezra, who comes up a couple of times. Uh, he was part of their rebellion. He was a Jedi, it seems like, because he talks about being a Jedi. It turns out she was almost a Jedi, uh, but she's also a Mandalorian. Okay, okay, it all comes back to the Mandalorian, right? Uh, where, um, But she seems to be a little bit of, I wouldn't say a rebel... But more like she she goes by her, she she walks her own path. She If she wants to help you, or if she's going to help you, it's because she wants to help you, not because she's being ordered to help you. At least that's what I got out of it. We do cut over to see the uh, Morgan Elbeth with um, our master and apprentice. Now, I forgot uh, Ahsoka said, oh, these, you know, oh, wait. That's not yet. That's not yet. Oh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, uh, or maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i not going to of myself. I don't remember. Uh, but, no, I got ahead of myself. I'm scanning ahead. I'm not editing anything. Don't worry. This is the power of the podcast. So, she um, does end up coming in. But before that, we see the bad guys. And they're looking around um, at this. They went to the same place where Ahsoka went to get the map. And she's like, "Oh, she must have been here already. Uh, either everything's gone, or Ahsoka took it. You need to find. You need to go track her down." And she actually says, "You need to go track down this Sabine person. That's how you're going to get to her." Uh, and you know, this that was the apprentice. There's the little there's Ray Stevenson, and there's the little blonde woman uh, who's also th- the Sith Jedi type thing. She's being sent off to go find the Sabine lady. Uh, back at Sabine's, uh, the people show up, and somebody shows up. I forget who shows up. They're like, "You're gonna want to talk to her." Um, they bring her back to you know the main. I think they bring her back. Either they bring her back or they go see her. I forget. I think they go see her, and Clancy Brown's like, "You're gonna want to talk to her," and and this is where Ahsoka's like, "Come on, come on the ship." You see this, like these little drawings that show that Sabine was there when she was much younger, as a kid. Uh, and she's like, "Look, this is a map. You are the person who knows how to crack these things. I want you to take a look at it." She's like, "Can I take the map with me?" I'd rather you didn't. It's pretty important, you know. It, it'll it. Um, she tells him, she tells her that it could lead us to Ezra. He might still be out there. And she's like, "But it's also could possibly lead to Thrawn." She's like, "That's impossible. Thrawn's dead." We never found his body. He might still be out there. Uh, but she's like, you can't take this with you. Anyway, I'm going to go in the other room, but don't take it with you. And I'm thinking, well, I mean, let's be honest. We know what's going to happen, right? So she goes into the other room. She talks to her robot fella who analyzed the um, the lightsabers, recognizes one of them belongs to a fella uh, by the name of Balon Skull, and, but doesn't recognize the other one. She's like, well, then probably... It's a Master and Apprentice. And that's how we get to the title of today's episode. So, of course, she goes back outside and she's like, Hey, we learned... Wait a second. Where did you go? She took the one thing I told her not to take before I turned my back. Very much a um, like classic television trope. Or really in any kind of storytelling. So... We see uh, she's driving off on her speeder bike again, but this little orb is like, I am watching you. Beep, boop, beep, boop. And the orb goes, and who's the orb with? The orb is with the apprentice, the uh, bad Jedi. Uh, and, of course, we know she's going to track our, our friend down. We cut over, and we kind of cut back and forth. We see Sabine looking at the map. We then um, cut back to uh ahsoka talking to i want to say helen but that's her name hera i'll say hera green lady uh talking to her and they're kind of being like you know um she's hard to deal with they're they're kind of just having a powwow about um sabine right and she's like well you get, you know, you stopped working with her. Well, I had my reasons to leave her. She's like, well, you must have been a uh, um, rough during your uh, master's training. She goes, Anakin never finished my training. And for those who don't know, they'd be like, what? Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, booyah. And everyone else knows this, but she says, you know, and I never finished her training. And that's when it comes up that she is a a uh, Mandalorian. So you're like, oh, and inside her her where she stays, at like this this power center, I forget where it was, this hub. She kind of play she kind of stays outside of town in her own in her own spot. She we see her kind of reach for something, uh feed her pet. She's got this cool little cat thing, space cat. But we see her Mandalorian helmet. I thought that was a nice little thing. It wasn't fully in focus, but it was there. I thought that was cool. So she figures out, she's messing with the map. She realizes, oh, you got to twist it, almost like a Rubik's Cube type thing. You twist it the right way. And I feel like they're going to sell these maps. Uh, and she figures it out. She figures out that exactly where things are going to be. And of course, at that point, she's like, I figured it out. Yay. She goes out to see her, her little space cat, rubs it, and the space cat goes, y-. she's like, what? Oh, no, bad robots. These robots start showing up. They're fighting, and uh, she got a call out quickly to be like, "Oh, something's something's going on." I forget how the call got to back to uh, back to them, but how did it get back to them? So they're fighting. We get a nice, cool uh, lightsaber scene between Sabine and this uh, apprentice. Uh, Ahsoka's like, "Oh no, we got to get to them quickly." Forgive me if I forget how it was told, but I. Th- the droid figured it out. I think there must have been some call that came out. I'm sure there was. Again, I'm not. I'm. I'm horrible at this. Uh, but you still love me because I'm. I'm adorable. I'm adorable. So we get this great battle. Uh, Ahsoka's about to show up, but before she does, um, evil uh, apprentice stabs Sabine. I mean, directly through with the lightsaber. She doesn't die right away. I tend to believe she's not going to die. I feel like Ahsoka will show up in time to do some sort of magic healing, Jedi healing, or there's just it was just a clean cut. It missed every organ, and um, but it just ends with her on the ground. Not like I thought. Oh my god! I really went what? I exclaimed out loud. Her eyes didn't were like open, but they weren't dead closed. It wasn't like you know the like, oh no, she's completely dead. She was still breathing, and then the screen went black, and that was the end of the episode. And I thought, oh my god, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it really did. It really just wanted me, made me want to watch the next episode right away. But I was like, it's too late, and I'm tired. And you know What's crazy is I was all ready for 6 p.m. all ready to get this, you know, sh- get this show uh, watching and then maybe, but I didn't watch it right away. I took my dog for a walk, and afterwards I came back. I'm ready to watch it, and it says, all right, 9 p.m. for you East Coast people, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. I said, what? What? So then I start watching it on my computer, and the the crawl text was a little fuzzy, and I thought, you know what? This calls for watching it on the television. So I went and watched it on the TV, uh, and now I, of course, came back to the computer to talk to you, Uh, the loyal Star Wars fans, and um, yeah, that's the first episode of Ahsoka, Master, Master, where's the dream that I've been after, Master and Apprentice, I, so what do we got going on here, what's the season about, I feel like the season is about them wanting to look for Thrawn, but they can't, it, it can't be like, Six episodes of looking for Thrawn, and then you show he shows up. Can it? Um, it's about getting to Thrawn, taking Thrawn out. It's also about finding this guy, Ezra. That's what I think pulled Sabine in. I assume Sabine's going to be part of this team. I assume, uh, Ahsoka, and I assume I want to say Hera. I'm looking it up, and it is come on, Hera. Yes. I assume, like, she won't just be at the base, being a, uh, like, you know, ordering people around as like a like a captain or or a um, commanding officer. I feel like she's going to get out in the field too. Uh, So I look forward to seeing what they're going to do. And it's only eight episodes, and I do love that because it's going to get us to some sort. It's like it's like a long movie. And it's going to get us to um, some sort of, uh, it's going to get us to Thrawn quicker. It's not like a 22-episode series or a 13-episode series where at the end of the 13th, oh, and now it's ready for season two. At least I don't think. I'm just, I'm looking forward to what, um, what this show has to offer. And I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what I don't know about Star Wars and you know, talking about it for the first time, and then everyone else being like, "What are you talking about? This is that that he's been the, um, the part of the Jedi Order for you know through two thousand years. How do you know not know who that is? That's me. I'm watching this with clear eyes, uh, clear hearts, and um, you know, uh, Texas forever. I I can't think of oh, you know what I'm talking about. Basically, I'm watching this with the eyes of someone who Knows so little about these characters, but still loves Star Wars. It, there, there are some of us out there. Uh, so I am. I think my friend's son was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for this." Ahsoka's the best, and I was like, "Awesome!" That makes me excited uh, because I only know so much, and as you can see, I barely know that much. But a good episode, and I'm looking for the next one. And I'm hoping this video comes out because I had to hit stop a couple times, and I'm not sure any of these videos are taking place. So if this doesn't show up on YouTube in in video format and it's just an audio, um, at least you get a picture of my shirt, and you know, um, at least you get to hear my voice. Uh, but if you are seeing this on YouTube, you know we're available anywhere you can find podcasts. You can go to uh, Apple, Spotify, and I'm sure there are others. You can find us there. But you can find us mainly um, on the website fansnotexperts.com. My name is Mike. Uh, I do a podcast called Geek Mentality. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Threads, on Mastodon. um, Not yet on Blue Sky. I haven't been invited to Blue Sky yet. But everywhere is Geek Mentality, Geek Mentality. All one word, Geek Mentality. But this show is The Mandalorian Man. So if you're finding this show for the first time, I invite you to go back and listen to uh, all the other live-action Star Wars episodes I've done, whether I'm talking Mandalorian Man, talking Boba Fett, talking Obi-Wan, talking Andor, or I'm here talking to you about the Ahsoka Ashoka. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for finding me. Thank you for watching and not giving up if the video comes through or just listening to me through YouTube. I appreciate it, and um, that's all I have to offer. That's all I have to do. But I'll be back for you podcast listeners tomorrow with another episode of The Ahsoka Show covering episode two, which I haven't even watched yet. And I look forward to you looking forward to me. But until then, my friends, thank you again for listening. Thank you for subscribing, and may the force be with you. Fans Not Experts.